Season 5, Episode 3, The Christ Nail. So you know what this episode is known for? The sound. Yeah, the most distinctive opening in any curve. You can't not know this episode after hearing a second of it. I wrote that down too. Yeah. It plays into Ultimate Curb Challenge. It, it was, it was, it's an easy win anytime you hear this one come up on TV. It's so easy to know. Yeah. Do you think they dubbed in all these squeaks? They must have because they can't sound that loud. Like people wouldn't buy them if they sounded that loud. You know, I wrote that down right after the first squeaks. And by the end, that's, yeah, they, they dubbed in so many squeaks in this episode. The whole, the whole, the whole thing is dubbed in. I once had some squeaky shoes. It was really annoying. I stopped wearing them after yeah. about a day. And I guarantee they didn't squeak nearly that loud. Oh, no, nothing squeaks nearly as <laughs> loud. These are ridiculous. It's so ridiculous how loud these things squeak. Yeah. I mean, if you're inside and you can hear them outside, vice versa, it's way too loud. Maybe my biggest complaint with this episode is, like, the squeaks get louder as the episode goes on. Is that actually true? I didn't know. I... They don't really get louder, but, like, towards the end of the episode, Larry can hear Jesus' shoes squeaking from outside his office in, like, you know, 20 feet down in the parking lot. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I know. I, I, I know. Um, so, so, so what, what, do you, what do you have next up? Um, I just really like the interactions between Larry and Jesus in this episode. Yep, they're great. Um, do you want your life changed, Jesus? Do is maybe my favorite changed? line. Do you want your life changed, Jesus? <laughs> he also just alternates between Jesus and Jesus seemingly at will. Larry's really nice in this episode. He's buying people orthotics. Orthotics are expensive. And bras. Bras? Bras can be expensive, right? Uh, I have no idea. I imagine they're expensive. Well, he's, he bought the top-of-the-line bra, so I, I guess so. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> so we also have a really interesting theme of the Passion of the Christ in this episode. And a lot have of the you... plot points parody the Passion of the Christ. I have not seen that movie. Neither have I. I missed it, and I didn't get the DVD in the mail from Cheryl's dad, so... <laughs> <laughs> but I think Curb is almost, almost always at its best when it's attacking like, interreligious issues. Yeah, I, I definitely am with that. I think this episode goes too far at the end, but... Maybe a little too far at the end, but then maybe it's just commentary on the Passion of the Christ, which people felt went too far in the other direction. I guess that's true. And then think about it like that. Uh, you, you might be right. Um, so I, I do like when Larry's talking to Cheryl's dad about buying the nail, and he bought it in the air, and Larry's like, what, are you kidding me? Cheryl's dad's <laughs> like, well, I have a personal relationship with Christ. <laughs> personal relationship but yeah he he is a personal relationship with christ and then larry won't worship him because he's a guy which is apparently gay he wishes there was a jane christ he wishes he could worship a jane he would totally worship a jane and the whole world would according to larry but do people cross on meals fly. do people cross on meals i don't think i've ever seen that you mean on snacks i i've obviously never seen them cross on a snack but on a meal you've never seen a person in your life cross before a meal i don't think so yeah, that, I mean, people do that. I've seen it. It's seen that happen many times. Okay, I probably should get out. Have you never eaten a meal with like Christians that are religious or say grace or anything? I mean, they say grace, so they cross. Yeah, themselves you say, say grace, grace, and you cross while you say grace. I think. Right. Well, you learn something new every day. I, I didn't learn that. I mean, I knew that because I think everyone kind of knows that. All right. So then Larry gets caught checking the size on Cheryl's bra, 
And he comes uh, up with. I'm a little what I think surprised they've been married for over ten years, and he never known or checks that before. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand what the big offense that she takes here is. I I I, I agree. It, a lot of this episode gets blown out of proportion. But I like the excuse that Larry comes up with, or the the explanation. Like, yeah, it's gonna fall off. Well, no. If you have a driver's license, you check oh, the date of birth. Oh. Naturally, of course. I didn't write that down, but I should have. Yeah. Of course you check. But that's that actually true. You do do that. Do you do that? If someone handed me a driver's license, I would check that, yeah. I check out the state, the state design. Well, you don't need to be handed that to check out the state. Like, you know the state. Oh, well, maybe not. You gotta see how it looks, man. Okay. I, I think it's reasonable. Check out, um, I mean, it's obviously an awful excuse. It's not the same thing, but. It's a terrible excuse. <laughs> but yeah, get, get a driver's license, check out the date of birth. So, Cheryl does not like that the housekeeper does not wear a bra. Right. And says, you gotta talk to her. You gotta talk to her. Actually, she wants him to fire her. But Larry would really miss the chicken salad. She makes the best chicken salad. The best chicken <laughs> salad ever. And, and he would really miss that. So instead, he's going to have a conversation with her and offer to buy her a bra. Which is such an awkward conversation. <laughs> Uh, yes, and he does it pretty Larry style. <laughs> There's flopping. Like, this is just <laughs> an aw- this is just such an awkward conversation. Yeah, he doesn't need to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> but I like his line of uh, what do you call that cotton? Pima, puma. No, pima. <laughs> you mean when he's buying the bra? Um, no, when he's talking to when he's talking to the housekeeper. He's trying to recall the name of the. The technological innovation in bras. Oh, oh, I got What do you, you call right. that cotton? Puma? Puma? No, Pima. I don't, is, I don't is even Pima know. actually the name of cotton? I think Pima is a type of cotton. Oh, God, I see. We're pretty far out of our elements here. I know nothing about this. Neither do I. Uh, so, okay. So, so Larry then heads over to Jeff's house. Yep. For an evening of watching basketball. <laughs> a nice, relaxing evening. And drinking <laughs> some Dos Equis. No, I think only Jeff was drinking Dosakis. I don't think Larry. There's this whole ridiculous scene with Larry first looking at Susie's bra because he thinks it's the same size as his housekeeper, which I guess is understandable. He probably shouldn't do it anyway. But then he does this whole like charade where he's like mimicking with the bra. Yes. Why, why, why does he do this? Why does he think this is a good idea? Well, as he explains to Cheryl and Susie later, he's trying to imagine what it'd be like for her to prance around and do all these chores while wearing a bra. If you notice in the scene where Susie and Cheryl are chewing him out, the video of him doing that in the background is playing the whole time. It's like yes. two and a it's, half minutes long. It's, well, it, it loops over. It loops over and over. It's not. It's not just start to finish. Oh, is it looping? I meant to look yes. for it, but it didn't. No, no, no. It, it, it loops a few times. You, oh. you can see it. Uh, yes, it is just playing in the background, which is actually hilarious. The other thing about this is while Larry's prancing around in this bra, you don't get any orthotic squeaks. Ooh, good call. You get them as soon as he walks out of the bathroom because <laughs> then he wakes up Sammy. But he's prancing around, no orthotic squeaks. So not super consistent with that. Not at all. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do enjoy it. It's just like... This scene is a lot funnier when they when just the background of Susie screaming at him the whole time. I mean, I like to think that he actually did this for like two and a half minutes. But you're right; they probably did loop it. You 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 can tell that it's looped. Um. Larry drops a uh, not that there's anything wrong with it. 
in the when he's talking to the bra salesman. The but then Secret. contradicts himself or corrects himself by saying, actually, there is something wrong with it. And he's kind of right. And he's talking here about wearing women's underwear. And that comes back in season... And then wearing underwear on his head. But... That comes back in season seven, right? Season seven? When he has to lie and say, my name is Larry David and I like wearing women's underwear. I don't remember when that's from. There's something where Jeff and him get caught in a lie. And he has oh! to lie and tell Susie this. Oh, the Officer Krupke episode. Yeah, season eight. Season yes. Eight? Season eight. It's season eight. No, I couldn't place no, exactly it might be what the plot seven. was. Season seven. Okay, I was right. I think that's season seven, episode eight, Officer Krupke. I couldn't place with a, you know, what it was, but I just kept thinking about, my name is Larry David, and I'd like to wear women's underwear. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Um, oh, you're right. And Jeff comes up with that whole plan. Because Larry, because <laughs> Jeff had, was caught with women's panties in his car by Susie. Yes. And Jeff said they were Larry's. <laughs> Jeff and Larry just get some great, great stories, don't they? Like, why does Susie believe anything any of them say? Yep. So what did you think of the whole Jesus nail scene? Uh, I thought it was... Uh, okay. I, 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 didn't think that much, I didn't think that much of it. The scene with the Jesus nail just kind of drives me crazy. Okay. Because Cheryl's dad doesn't wake up when Larry walks in with the orthotics. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, he doesn't wake up when he walks in with the orthotic, and he doesn't wake up when he hits him, like, pulls the rope and, like, tugs his nose up for five seconds. Right. But he wakes up from the hammer. Also, Larry's dad takes a good two and a half minutes to get from the curb to the front door of the home. Well, he, he's an old he's an old guy. That part's a little more believable. But while he's walking, he doesn't see Larry hammering also in plain yeah. sight. But he's pretty proud of the mezuzah. He's very, he's very proud of the mezuzah, and then everyone just starts talking extremely loud to him. But, but I, I, I agree. When you, the, the scene does not make sense. It doesn't add up. No. And then the next scene doesn't make a lot of sense either. When Jeff and Larry are eating the chicken salad in Larry's office. Right. Because one is Larry really bringing lunch for the two of them to his office. Exactly. Did Larry bring <laughs> two chicken salad sandwiches <laughs> to lunch? And and two, like why, like. Are we supposed to think she put the bones in on purpose? I I, I never understood that. I, I I don't I don't I don't know. I feel like that, the whole tooth and tooth fairy plot just is eating up time in this episode. Yeah, it, it doesn't do anything. But that said, while they're eating the chicken salad, is maybe just my favorite Jeff line of the the episode is we're talking about how good it is, and Jeff goes, "She makes chicken salad. She wears brassiers. She does it all." <laughs> I didn't write that down, but I should have. The, the only the only two things a housekeeper needs to do to do it all: make chicken salad, wear brassiers. So we have the big culmination of the episode. Jesus is outside. He finds he is coming to beat up Larry. I guess he's going to yeah. attack him. And you hear him from down the parking lot, yeah, about 150 feet away, <laughs> outside a building. You you hear him. You don't hear the cars on the street or anything. Just nope. those orthotics. And those the, like the the squeaks are so loud, like. The person would be in the room with them for how loud it is. Like, they're just as loud as when Larry was in the doctor's office at the very beginning. So you're right. They do get louder. So we have the culmination. He finds this sign, which just so happens to look like a cross. And he starts running towards Larry with it. The nail is in Larry's pocket. falls out and ends up in the bottom of Jesus's foot. Um, yeah. And then Larry yanks the nail from his foot. I think, did you Je- notice? I think it's Jeff that yanks it. Is it or Jeff is it Larry? One of them yanks it. Did you notice that 
when he's holding up the nail, there's this like point of light. Yes. It's, it's like a special effect, actually. Yep. Which is really weird for Curb. I can't think of any time when they actually do anything like this. Um, that's a good point. They probably don't. They they put things on television. You know, they they composite television screens on screens, but no no real special effects in Curb. Uh, no. So and then they drag him out, which I assume is like a direct like copy of Perry the Christ. Or yeah, I think the the, those foot shots are directly from the Passion they, of the Christ. They had to be, because what what other reason would they be? Mm-hmm. And then you'd think the episode is over. It really should have just ended there. And then there's that's what I think is a really stupid ending with the random tooth fairy money under Larry's pillow. It, this is a... I, I don't like this ending. This it's, is not, it's not a great episode. It's not the kind of lesson that Susie would want to teach Larry. She's not... She, like, she's not going to go through the trouble of like, oh, let's teach a lesson to Larry... By putting money under his pillow. Right. It's... It, I, I, I know. I mean, this is, this is not my favorite episode. I don't think it's yours either. We do have an ultimate curb paradox in this episode. Another one? There are a lot of them. I haven't caught one since, like, season <laughs> one. <laughs> the podiatrist from the first scene of the episode... Yeah. ...is the pool guy from the Seinfeld episode. Oh! The pool guy. Ramon, the pool guy! Yes. He's also Jerry, in the finale. Jerry lets him drown instead of giving him mouth to mouth. <laughs> well, he is the podiatrist here in this episode. Oh, man. And that makes this episode that much better. 